So I'm Hannah Caviani, journalist at Radio Farda, and today I'm joined by Karen Young, senior fellow and uh, director of the program on economics and energy at the Middle East Institute. Karen, um, I think it's good that we have this chance to talk about this much anticipated summit tomorrow in Baghdad. Uh, I want to know your initial thoughts uh, on this event, which seems like many interesting people are going to. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Hannah. It's really great to talk with you. Um, I think this conference tomorrow in Baghdad, it's really the conference of our times, right? It has all of the elements of the big issues of the day. It has an element of the climate crisis. It's countries that have a shared interest in fighting terrorism, extremism, and a crisis of governance in the region. It's about aid and investment and um, a real crisis for oil and gas producers of the region. Um, and it's about great power politics. And that's usually you know, how we phrase about um, power competition between the US and China, but it's also about a vacuum. I mean, think of the players who aren't there, of the nine who are participating, Turkey, Saudi Arabia, Iran, the United Arab Emirates, Qatar, France, Jordan, Egypt, and of course the sponsor, Iraq. But there is no U.S., China, or Russia engaged in this conference. Um, exactly. So Why is that, Karen? I mean, uh, <laughs> I, does does it work when they are not going to be there? Well, I think it says volumes about how the region sees its current position, um, and you know, the interjection of France is interesting. I think that has a lot more to do with a potential uh, seven billion dollar total deal in the country than it does. Um, with you know perhaps France's role as a as a you know real foreign policy mediator or player, um, so this is about you know governments feeling like they have to de-escalate, they have to um, you know kind of take matters into their own hands, feeling quite insecure about the role of the U.S. in the region, particularly this week after the debacle of the U.S. exit in Afghanistan. Um, so it's, yeah, I think it's very symbolic of of the moment we're in. And I don't think it means that tensions or disputes have gone away. Um, and so de-escalation, not that the issues are gone, but that there is um, a willingness to engage in diplomacy and not you know, with rose-colored glasses on, with an ability to make deals, right? An ability to, um, you know, to, to find areas where you know, there can be advantage. But even you know, when we talk about aid and, and potential investments, and that's certainly what, what the Iraqis want, um, these are these are countries that are basically many of them in the same businesses, right? So they are competitors. Um, so you know that's that's going to be in the background as well. There there is going to be Iran and Saudi Arabia in the same room after a very long time. That one is a very closely watched. Uh, uh, Iranian foreign minister finally announced officially that he's going to be there. His first appearance in a world stage or at least a regional stage and meeting with Saudi uh, counterparts probably on the sidelines. Uh, I, I'm not sure how that is going to go. Uh, are they ready, do you think, to, to, to de-escalate? Well, it seems like this is, you know, there have been, what, three rounds of these kinds of dialogues hosted by Iraq between um, the Iranians and the Saudis. I think the discussions have been kind of surface level. I don't know that they've really made any breakthroughs or that we should expect that. Um, and keep in mind that the Iranian foreign minister, his background is that of, you know, apparently being very close to General Soleimani. So, you know, it's, 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 
it's high tension, it's high stakes. Um, so I would, you know, just the fact that there is dialogue, I think is, um, is the breakthrough and not really more than that. Um, but, but let's see. I, I don't know. I'm uh, because in inside Iran they're trying to. I I got I got a sense in the past days that there would be a bit of downplaying of this Baghdad summit, saying that yes, this is about Iraq and this is not about Iran and Saudi Arabia. Uh, it's also a, a lot of speculations as to uh, if there is a readiness for Iran. But obviously, it's clear that Iran is uh, going to look at the region um, in a different way maybe comparing to the uh, Rouhani government. It's going to be more of a IRGC oriented uh, uh, approach when it comes to the foreign ministry of uh, President Raisi. So it's being uh, interestingly watched uh, how Iran is going to play during this conference and on the sidelines of it. I'm sure. And, you know, from my focus, I think more about the economic interest and here mm -hmm. Iran is under tremendous pressure um, and the competition, you know, if the total deal goes through, it's the construction of a one gigawatt solar project, you know, so electricity in Iraq, um, water in Iraq. These are deals that are being done where Iran is traditional, traditionally had a big role there and an economic stake that it may yeah. be, uh, may be losing. Less dependency on Iran. Uh, exactly. <laughs> thank you, Karen. I think uh, we can wrap it up now, but let's see what happens after the Baghdad summit. It was nice talking to you. Thank you. Really good to talk to you as well.